0: Hi, my name is Dan Rielli and welcome to Arming the Donkeys, a weekly podcast about science. Every week I will talk to one researcher about one project who will have a chat about what they found and what it means for our lives.
1: Dan's guest this week is Peter McGraw, Assistant Professor of Marketing and Psychology at the University of Colorado.
0: You're a tall, handsome and now funny guy, I guess, right? Uh, I suppose so. I'm trying at least. So so you're trying to uh, do some research on, on jokes? So why don't we start by telling me a good joke?
1: <laughs> well, I'm actually doing...
0: Uh, 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 tell me a joke.
1: Tell you a good joke. Um, that's, a, that's a hard one. The problem is I'm not doing research on jokes. <laughs> uh, okay, so what are you doing research on? I'm doing research on how moral violations can be funny. Actually, Moral violations can be funny. Yeah, moral violations, not that they can be funny in of themselves, but they can be often considered wrong or offensive and funny. So give me an example. So uh, a lot of the stimuli we use in our experiments, we actually are, are based in real life, in the real world. Um, so I do research on moral violations and uh, in a talk on religious marketing, I give an example of a church. Religious marketing? What's re- religious marketing? <laughs> Religious marketing is basically the same marketing that corporations do to recruit, retain, um, and keep their customers happy, except churches are doing it. Churches? Are you, are you a Christian? Uh, I was raised Catholic. Okay. So what does the Catholic Church, for example,
0: does to uh, do religious marketing? Now we're talking about a different project, <laughs> but, but I'm happy to talk about that. Okay, one.
1: so let's go back to, to humor. <laughs> well, actually, it's funny you say this, but the... the, the it wasn't that funny. The Catholic Church um, outsources prayer. How to prayer? How does that work? So the the Catholic Church is uh, is not able to keep up with mass requests, and it appears to be the case that there's a mass mass request. There's a mass mass request indeed, and they just don't have enough priests to keep up with the backlog. And and they can't just mix people together, like pray for 150 people
0: together at one time.
1: They could. That would be a you know that would be a very good solution, um, but given the sort of traditions of the church, it's one mass per I request. See. Okay. There just happens to be a lot of Catholic priests in India, huh? With with a lot of time. With a lot of time and in need of need of money for their congregations. I see. So they basically send them the
0: names over the internet, and they pray for them remotely.
1: Basically, that's.
0: And thing. is it as effective to
1: have remote prayer as a near prayer? Uh, well, according to uh, according to the church, certainly, right? In God's eyes, you know, there's no differentiation between uh between
0: okay so that's that's a outsourcing prayer which is right. which is interesting but how does this get us to things that
1: are funny and moral violations so in this project i talk about a church that is that raffles off an h2 hummer suv to members of the congregation who attend their winter retreat so they're trying to buy people to come to the winter retreat well that's one that's one perspective and my audience these are academics typically um are Are horrified by this but they also tend to be amused. I get laughs when I give this talk and that got me thinking well all the research on moral violations talks about how when people think something's wrong they're disgusted by it. And people are you saying are both disgusted but amused at the same time. At least a subset of people are and the people in our studies are people um, who aren't Strongly religious, so it's it's uh, it's the Jews who are finding this funny. <laughs> yeah, actually, non Christians in our studies tend to find that scenario more funny. Atheists tend to find it more funny. So, so the idea
0: is that when you have some immoral violation, like um, buying people's religion,
1: it's funnier for the Jews if the Catholics are doing it. Well, <laughs> it, it can be in that situation. You can reverse this also. We have another uh, scenario in which uh, Jimmy Dean sausage sausages, hires a rabbi to be their spokesperson, right? I mean, it may be the case that I think that Orthodox Jews would find that really offensive. I, I'm guessing, I'm guessing offensive. they would. It's, it's probably not kosher, is it? It's not. I wouldn't say it's not <laughs> kosher on several levels. <laughs> <laughs> so what we've done is drawn from a theory of research, uh, uh, excuse me, a theory of humor that says that the things that tend to be funny are when we're able to see them as a violation of some important principle while at the same time seeing how the situation's okay. And there's a lot of ways to make a situation okay. So just the fact that you know something is a joke that is not real can thus make it make it funny and not offensive.
0: Okay, so here's an example. In, in our research we find the following joke is being rated as very funny. Okay. Uh, two men are playing golf mm-hmm. and the funeral procession passes by and one of the men stops He's playing in the middle. He stands tall, takes his hat off, looks at the funeral procession, puts his head down. When the funeral procession uh, leaves the place, he wipes a tear, puts his hat on, and continues to play. And his friend is very amazed. And he said, I'm so touched by your gesture in doing this. And, and the guy who stood for the funeral procession said, well, after all, we were married for 30 years. And, and people find this joke very funny. Now, why, according to your ideas,
1: would people find this funny? Well, one thing is I think that a lot of people also find it offensive, Right, they find it wrong. Right? Maybe, maybe women more than men? Certainly, I think women more than men. So the idea is that it's pretty easy to see the violation in this condition, right? Like you spend your life with someone and you don't go to their funeral. Um, the fact that, uh, that it's not real right, can, can give people some psychological distance. Do you think golfers or non-golfers will find it more funny? I suspect golfers would find it more funny,
0: but, yes. but for them it's because it's closer, it's not further. Or is it, more, is, it, is it more ridiculous for them than the
1: other people? Well, some of it is, is that they, they see the tension, right? They see the tension why you would want to play golf on a Saturday afternoon rather than doing something else important, right? And so that, that would actually that increases the violation, which actually can increase the humor. Um, but at the same time, the fact that this seems really very unreal. So, so the, trick,
0: do the trick to humor is, is you want a violation but you want to be, have it far enough so it's not
1: offensive. Is that kind of the, the gist of it? That's the gist of it, yeah. That you have to have some distance away from this. You know, when, when someone else falls on the ice, it's funny. When you fall on the ice, it's not. It's so something happening to someone else can be funny. So, so a distant violation.
0: Pete, uh, thank you very much. Uh, let me uh, just ask you that if you're going to do research on humor, please find some jokes. I will. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> thank you. Thank you.
1: This has been Arming the Donkeys, a weekly podcast with Dan Ariely, professor of behavioral economics at Duke University. Learn more at research.duke.edu.